Thanks for tuning into this podcast from KYMN Radio. Consider subscribing to get notifications the next time we post a podcast. And if you enjoy this, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast and share with a friend or on social media. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to a Raider Wrap on this beautiful Saturday morning. It's the 19th day of uh, March already, if you can believe that. I Locally can't believe half of it. Hey, you stop that. You're talking 95. to me. 95.1, the one. Okay, how'd you like that? That was kind of fun, wasn't it? That was exciting times, at least for you or me. Uh, today is Saturday, March 19th, and we digress. 78th day of the year already. Can you believe this? We're on our way to three months into the season. But that's a good thing because uh, we're going to be talking about some baseball and some other stuff coming up, maybe some softball yet today. Got a new coach for the softball team, uh, Justin Coleman. We're going to have uh, Mr. Mark Ogier joining the program just in a, in a minute. We're going to have Jeff Sullivan joining us as well. Uh, he's going to talk a little bit about the Olympic weightlifting team. I don't know if you knew that or not, but we have an Olympic weightlifting team here in town, and they're state champions. Oh, so what? Yeah, right? Hey, some good news for you coming up yet today. Uh, mostly cloudy skies for the beginning of the day. Maybe a chance of some sunshine this afternoon, warming up to about 53. And then for tonight, looks like some patchy clouds, maybe a little fog here, there, mostly clear, a low of around 30. And then tomorrow, looks like some fog early on. Cool, warming up to about 60 with sunshine. That's going to burn all the way off. And then for tomorrow night, looks like there's going to be a slight chance of some rain, mostly cloudy, low around 45. Monday and Tuesday looks like your best chance of some rain. 30% chance of rain on Monday. Cloudy skies, a high of 60. Monday night looks like that's where you get 70% chance of some rain, cooling off to around 39. And then it looks like rain all day Tuesday and a high of only 44, cooling off to around 34. And then for Wednesday morning, rain and snow likely be coming <laughs> in the morning, but mostly cloudy and a high near 40. So it should pretty much burn off because Thursday looks like we got sunny skies in 47 and we're back to sunny skies in 53 on Friday. But uh, uh, we got some overcast skies right now. That's what we're kind of looking at. And it's 27 currently in the Cannonball area. It's just a couple, three minutes after 10 o'clock. Good morning. Now that we've got all the, the nooks and crannies and all the things fixed, I hope, anyhow, we're going to bring Jeff Sullivan on the program. Jeff, are you still there, sir? I am. How you doing, Jimmy? Hey, there he is. Something worked today. This is fantastic. Um, hey, thanks for joining us. I know you're on your way. Uh, you got a little vacation time coming after a, uh, a season. Uh, let's talk. Uh, Olympic weightlifting for Northfield. Now, uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Is that is that a high school sport? Is that just a, a sideline sport? Is that how did that how does that all come around? Uh, it's a high school sport, but we're not affiliated with the Big Nine. Um, we're affiliated with the Minnesota State High School Weightlifting Organization, which is a sanctioned organization under USA Weightlifting, uh, which is an Olympic builder program. Okay, and how long have we had this program here in town? Uh, since the early 2000s, uh, when an individual named Scott Sally, who is now in the program over Lake Will South, started the program at Northfield High School and was probably one of the first Olympic weightlifting programs here in the state of Minnesota. Well, that's a lot to be seen, but now, okay, 20 years later, looks like, uh, you guys have kind of come to fruition. You had a couple of state champions, I understand. Yes. Um, one in the JV category, a Caleb Graw. He is a first-year lifter as a freshman, a state champion in his weight class, and he broke two state records at the uh, state meet. So this kid is somebody we definitely need to keep eyes on. How old is he, you said? He's a freshman. Oh, wow. He is, yep. So what was his weight class? Uh, 61 kilograms. Okay. So I take that times two. What is that, about 132? Something like that, somewhere in that area. So, uh, yeah. so 132 pound weight class. So he's a freshman, so he's obviously going to probably grow, get bigger, and advance in weight classes. Does that? I mean, was I mean, 
is he gonna? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like he's a freshman, so maybe this was a, a, a wonderful achievement. But is he gonna? You know, is it gonna? Is it gonna get tougher as the bigger you get? Because some of these guys, you know, they get a little bit bigger and uh, they put on some some muscle. Uh, you know, it's it's going to get more challenging for sure as you move up in weight classes, depending on how many lifters they have in a weight class, um, and if they change the qualifying totals um, for next year, it can get tougher. But just from what I've seen of Caleb, uh, he has an amazing work ethic already at such a young age, and I think he will do very well and a uh, potential state champion for next year. So how do how many how many people participated on the team this year? Uh, 43. Wow. That's quite the turnout you got going on there. Is that yes. all the way from like seventh grade up or is there a certain age limit or? We can have seventh graders on the team. However, we didn't have any this year. Um, we had, uh, three or four eighth graders on the team and then everybody else was freshman through senior. Were you competing against everything else? Because obviously you had... Boys basketball, girls basketball, wrestling, hockey, everything. I mean, you know, you got to get some, uh, you got to get some time in the gym there somewhere. Where where were you able to to get together and do some workouts and and you know, perform? Uh, we started um, when I first came into it. I'm uh, this is my first year coaching at Northfield. Um, when um, they uh, realized that they had a new coach coming in. Um, it generated interest in the returning lifters, which was about 20, 18 to 20. And they put the word out. We did some recruiting. And then as far as time in the gym, we have a great activities coordinator and weight room staff. And we got, you know, we able to get scheduled and uh, four days a week, you know, about an hour and a half after school. And that's where we trained. So when you have 43 people, uh, is it just you're just in the high school weight room over there? And uh, there's got to be a regimen, obviously, right? You don't just say, all right, right, guys, uh, grab the uh, dumbbells over there and get lifting, will you? You know what I mean? Uh, No. We have uh, 15 (laughs) operational uh, Olympic lifting platforms built to uh, weightlifting specs. Um, And we have a multitude of bars. And since we know that um, we were uh, double and triple lift on platform, we also had enough space where on our rubberized uh, weight room floor, um, we uh, uh, could add lifters there too. So it was definitely hectic from, you know, days in, but had uh, great captains, um, a great assistant coach, and we just made it work and, here we are today. Well, I was going to say again. Uh, would, are you competing, or do you actually get like weight? Do you get that weight room's yours? From this time to this time, you guys own it. Yeah, from hour and a half that um, we have it, uh, it's ours. So, what do you do outside of that for that hour and a half, or is that enough in a day that it's enough to get the conditioning done? It's enough to to grow and build and and work on technique and different things like that, or or is there some other stuff then after that that you have to get some outside uh, time in? Uh, the way that I build the program and design the program, I really don't need extra time out to, to build muscles as far as the workouts. I mean, we compete as weightlifters, and our job. Uh, in our sport is lifting weight so it's not like we're okay well let's go run on the treadmill or let's go crossfit type stuff no we're we're working on building strength in those uh two disciplines that we have for olympic weightlifting so an hour and a half four days a week is is pretty pretty uh, intense for the lifters and it's always progressive uh pushing them and driving them to improve and and to add more weight and and to get stronger so the four days a week is generally pretty good um, if they need outside help, it's maybe some technique work that um, I've always encouraged them that they can, you know, go out on their own if they need to, you know, um, to work extra. I've never said, hey, don't you, you're not allowed to to work outside the the weight room. And it just goes to, you know, the work ethic and putting the time in. What is the schedule then? How many weeks? And then do you do you you work out four days a week? Then do you participate like on the weekends every week? Uh, not every week. Um, we generally, this season, we plan one uh, big meet a month um, for our season. Uh, started in October, and we 
um, just finished up. No, I'm sorry. We started in November, and we just finished up uh, last weekend Weather State Tournament, running about one uh, one big meet a month. One big uh, meet a month, okay. And then are they at various schools, or are they, like, designated in one area? Uh, they're at different schools. Um, we, we traveled. Um, I try to keep our travel time more toward the, the south metro, um, and we only went up to uh, up north, more north to Moorhead for the last chance meet, which gave my lifters an opportunity, if they were close, to get one final chance and to qualify for state, and then, of course, the uh, state meet, which was held at Moorhead High School this year. Do they have classes like they do in basketball, football, et cetera? Class A, no. Class Double A, none of that. It's just a Minnesota no. Olympic weightlifting. Yes. Is it sanctioned under the MSHL State High School League? Uh, that I'm not 100% sure. I don't think it is um, because of how uh, USA weightlifting governs the uh, weightlifting uh, here throughout the country. But we do have a, a partnership with the um, high school league, and we do. Uh, all under some of their rules, as well as the uh, Olympic weightlifting rules set by the USA Weightlifting. Jeff Sullivan is our uh, guest this morning on the Raider Wrap, and we are talking Olympic weightlifting. What is the difference between Olympic weightlifting and or just weightlifting, if you will? Uh, Olympic weightlifting is a sport. Uh, we have disciplines that uh, we're judged on. Um, the snatch which you um, take the bar from the ground overhead in one quick dynamic fluid motion. It's easy and for you to say. the clean coupled with the jerk, and we call it the clean jerk. And for that movement, you can lift a little bit heavier weight. You bring the bar up from the ground to your shoulders, and then you dynamically press it overhead in what we call a jerk. Okay. So um, those are the two disciplines, and that, that's it. There's no benching. There's no anything like that. No. No deadlifts, all that. So when you see it in the Olymp so the Olympics, if you will, you know, if you see the Olympics when they do that, they're always doing the you know, the deadlifts and different stuff like that and, and they do a lot of the cleans and the jerks and stuff like that. But um so it's a little bit different. You just have those two particular disciplines. Is there any yeah. other discipline that's that's out there that you could participate in if you wanted to? Um there are a few high schools, a couple high schools that have started uh, powerlifting competitions. Um, that's a different outside organization. They generally deal with uh, three, maybe four disciplines. It requires a bench press, a uh, back squat, and a deadlift. Uh, sometimes they do incorporate a, a strict overhead press, which is just a shoulder press with a barbell. Um, but Again, that's a little bit different um, uh, methodology when it comes to training mm -hmm. and what we do. So, um, okay. So when you when you are uh, so, if if you're somebody who wants to participate in this sport, um, it's it's just a winter type of sport. Obviously, you can weightlift all year long, right? You can do whatever you want. But is it just yeah. when it comes to competition? It's strictly kind of that winter time. Uh, for the high school level, yes. Um, when it comes to outside the high school level, when you're talking about private clubs or local weightlifting clubs or training for nationals or maybe trying to train for an Olympic team, they have Olympic weightlifting competitions year-round. So if you're totally into this, you have that opportunity to participate and uh, improve yeah. your uh, um Conditioning, not only your conditioning, but your technique. How, how much how much of technique comes into being a champion, if you will, a state champion? Uh, surprisingly, a lot of technique. Uh, weightlifting, I would say, is probably uh, about 25, 20 to 25% strength and other 75 to 80% technique. Interesting. Um, I was going to say maybe yeah, because, even I could uh, maybe yeah. I could do it because uh, I surely don't have much strength, but I think I'm smart. I don't know if that matters or not. <laughs> so technique, but the technique makes the difference because uh, I guess you know when from a uh, leverage or a fulcrum kind of position or just the the, the way you 
approach the weight, it makes all the difference on, on how you then secure it into the air. Yes. Okay, so how Anywhere do I... Anywhere from just how, how, how wide we set our, our grip and our stance to, you know, making sure that we're pulling even on the bar and how even we get under the bar to make sure we stabilize the weight before we stand up with it. So a lot of technique involved for sure. So we've got a couple of state um, champions, obviously. And like you said, mm-hmm. there is no there is no class A, double A, triple A. I mean, obviously they they are the state champions. Period. So yeah. in their weight class, so they they they're the best of the best, at least for this year. Um, if I if I want to get interested in this, or I want to be a part of this, or how do I how do I get involved at all, or how do I find out more about the Olympic uh, wrestling or Olympic weightlifting team? Well, you can uh, contact me directly through my school email, or contact Joel Olson. Uh, through his Northfield um, email for anybody that's in the Northfield area. Or you can uh, go on to the USA Weightlifting uh, site. All you have to do is just type in USAW into your search engine, and it'll take you right there. Or you can uh, go to the Minnesota High School Weightlifting Organization. Awesome. So where did you come from? You said this is your first year here in Northfield. What's What's your... Give us kind of a lowdown of who this uh, Jeff Sullivan guy is. Uh, I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. I joined the Army when I was uh, 20. Retired in 2014. Moved up here to Minnesota about uh, July 2014. My wife is from the Twin Cities. Um, I got back into my education. Uh, Earned up to master's level, and now I'm working on my doctorate in kinesiology, uh, got weightlifting certified a few years ago, and how I came to be Northfield High School, um, uh, my folks were visiting from Texas, we were looking for an activity, and we discovered the Red Barn Farm, the mm-hmm. pizza ranch right there in Northfield, yep. um, decided to randomly wear one of my USA weightlifting affiliated polo shirts, and ended up meeting one of my state champions who worked out there. Her name is Riley Nelson. Um, she noticed that I had the shirt on. She talked to my wife to get my attention. I went back up there, had a nice conversation with Riley Nelson. Turned out that about the middle of last season, they lost their head coach. Uh, one of the parents filled in who agreed to stay on as my assistant coach this year. His name is TJ Weeby. Um, talked to uh, Joel Olson, the activities director over at Northfield High School, and Got the job. Nice. So, did you did you plan on being a head coach in this um, type of type uh, arena, or it just seems like this it just fell into place? Uh, I had dreams of coaching uh, Olympic teams uh, and Olympic weightlifting teams. Um, of course, whenever you're in the exercise science and kinesiology field, you always dream with working with athletes, and everything just lined up perfectly at the right time, and here I am. And here you are. Now you got a couple of state champions on your team. Yep. Congratulations. Yep. And if I, I could, I'd like to mention those state champions. I already mentioned Caleb Graw, mm-hmm. um, junior varsity boys state champion in 61-kilogram weight class. There's also uh, Elliot Ness. Uh, she was 59-kilogram JV female weight class. Uh, then I have, of course, Riley Nelson, who I just mentioned. Uh, she is state champion varsity girls at the 49-kilogram weight class. Uh, Carter, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Carson Munch, uh, state champion in the 67-kilogram weight class for varsity boys, and Spencer Melgren, 55-kilogram weight class varsity boys. Very nice. Will, the, uh, will you be represented again next year then, or is it all some, are you graduating some of these guys and gals? Uh, only one of those that I mentioned as far as state champions is graduating this year, Riley Nelson. Okay. Um, sad to see her go. She was one of my captains and a very important part of uh, the team, along with our other captains, Jacob Kick, Colton Pryor, and Lindsey Stanton. 
Well, Jeff, congratulations on a, on a great season, on a great first-year season. Welcome to Northfield. And um, so this will be fun. So let's keep an eye on the Olympic weightlifting team next year. Let's keep a, a little closer eye. Let's get you on the program more on a regular basis. I gave you a little extra time today because, well, frankly, we just haven't spent much time. But here we are. we got state champions walking around the city. And, uh, I mean, there might be a lot of people that didn't even know that. So uh, thank you so much for reaching out. And thanks so much for joining the program. And we look forward to another uh, great season next year all right thank you jimmy all righty that is our head coach for the northfield olympic weightlifting team hopefully coming up in just a minute we got some more we got some baseball to talk we got some hockey to talk yes uh aj goes one-on-one with cambria monson and maggie malika it is a good one it is going to be the end of an era if you will as both of those two will graduate this year as they move on and they'll head on to college to play more hockey but uh the last several years they have brought us some great excitement indeed. AJ will get us up to date on that, and he has a very impelling interview with Cambria Monson and Maggie Malika. We'll also hopefully get uh, Justin Coleman on the phone, hopefully here yet today as well, to talk a little bit of girls' softball. You're listening to the Raider Rap right here on KYMN. Real estate can be difficult to navigate. Thankfully, Professional Pride Realty's website is packed with information to make buying or selling a home in the Northfield area as simple as possible. ProfessionalPrideRealty.com has the most current listing information, including price reductions and real-time market statistics. Customize the map-based search to streamline your desired location. You can even save your searches and specific homes for later viewing. Home sellers can learn about their property's value before putting their houses on the market. When you're ready to start your home buying or selling journey, Professional Pride Realty would be happy to assist you. This is Barb from Professional Dental Group of Northfield, letting you know that the doctors and staff of Professional Dental Group are proud to call themselves Northfield Raiders sports fans. Whether scheduling for an implant, mouth guard, or general visit, we look forward to providing you the same exceptional care that Professional Dental Group has delivered the Northfield area for over 45 years. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. John Nowak, Dr. Brian Cravey, Dr. Tyler Yonke, and Dr. Bo Hoyam, and their staff, go Raiders. Northfield Lions offers premium charter bus, motor coach hire, corporate shuttles and daily route services in minnesota and beyond for reliable quality and worry-free travel look no further our services include airport transfers bus charter for athletic teams transportation for convention and meetings and executive shuttles for corporate events we also provide worry-free charter bus transportation for church and civic groups high quality employee shuttles charter buses for private outings luxurious transportation for weddings and receptions and professional charter bus solutions for military and government officials norfield lines we're the drive behind worry-free Are travel you in the market for a new home or considering remote Remodeling your current home. Schmidt Homes and Schmidt Homes Remodeling should be your first and last call. Schmidt Homes, known for their innovative designs, uncompromising quality and craftsmanship, superior service, while maintaining their reputation of fairness, honesty, and integrity for over 30 years. They're the only builder in the area to offer an in-house designer and a showroom to make your selections. They have over 30 new building lots available in Northfield. Check out their website at SchmidtHomes.com for more information. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, 1300 Bullenbacher Drive in Northfield. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sunday, noon to 4 Hey, good morning. Welcome back to a Raider Wrap. Now we got some stuff to talk about. It's 25 after 10. We're on our way to, uh, I want to say we're pushing 53 today. We should see a little bit of sunshine. Tonight, there's a little patchy fog cooling off to 30. Tomorrow is going to be mostly sunny and a high near 60. What a glorious day indeed. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, kind of rainy, kind of snowy, sleety. You know, temperatures right in that, you know, 40, 50 uh, degrees uh, area. And then for Wednesday, it looks like... Uh, It's going to cool off a little bit, but for the most part, it'll be around 31. And then Thursday, it comes on back. It's going to be sunny skies and 47. And Friday, again, warming back up. So uh, spring is definitely on its way. We're on the 19th day. I believe tomorrow is the spring solstice equinox. It's one of those two. I'm not sure. But, you know... It's springtime, which means baseball season, right? And um, Mark Roger joins us this morning. Good morning, Coach. How you doing? 
Good morning. Great. And it's definitely baseball season. It is indeed baseball season. Last year, I think 13-8-1, that's, uh, you know, I mean, that's a winning, that's a winning season. you got to feel good about that, right? I mean, last year, how do you feel about the, the overall you know, team last year? Yeah, I think we we had a real strong team uh, last year. Uh, uh, you know, we we had some guys that uh, had a real strong pitching staff. The guys that are playing in college today that uh, pitched for us last year, and uh, unfortunately, we ran into some really good teams that were hot at the right time in sections and kind of took an early exit. But uh, yeah, good season last year, and looking forward to another good season this year. So when you talk about pitching, obviously pitching in any sport, whether it's at the uh, high school sport, collegiate, professional. You always hear the pros talking. You got to have your start, you know, your top two starters to get you over the hump, or maybe a third starter. Um, from a high school standpoint, I know that when I played the game, we had one guy that was really good, and then you had two or three guys that were, eh, they're okay. They kept you in the game, but boy, you really wanted that one guy to step in there. And, and I don't know, have they changed the way you do things? Because I'm sure they have, you know, to help protect the players and whatnot, but. Um, I know that, you know, if we had a couple of days in between, that guy was going almost every day on the yeah. mound. Well, that's the way it used to be, and I think now we're so conscious of pitching of arm injuries and things like Tommy John surgeries and so on. You certainly don't want to be the, 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 the coach that ruined a kid's arm in high school. Um, and so, you know, the State High School League has done some things to protect kids and, and, and get those arms ready, and one is, is allowing the season to start a week early. And, and that's kind of where we're at now. We finished one week of what we call kind of arm preparedness and conditioning where you can't use bats even. We can't go up and take BP in the cage. It's all uh, throwing mechanics and, and giving them a chance to throw and, and you know, weightlifting, anything that resembles a baseball uh, act. You, you work on it in the weight room and... and um, and yeah, just getting getting our arms ready and conditioning the kids. And- I was going to say, we talked about that briefly and it's literally... How long is practice? Is it a half hour, 40 minutes, an hour and a well, half? With, with usually when we're outside, it's an hour and a half to two hours. Um, and But inside, you can get what you need to get done in an hour and bring each level in. We start with the varsity for an hour and then the JV for an hour and the ninth grade for an hour. And all right. the coaches help out. So then, um, like when you're doing the arm conditioning and stuff like that, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you come out, th- throw for 15, 20 minutes, and then go right into the weight room? Do you do, you know, go into the, you know, a hot tub? Do you put it in ice? What do you <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have hot tubs. Uh, no, um, but yeah, we got to talk to that hotel down here and see if we get something going on. Yeah, we'll we'll have them throw for you know ten minutes, and then uh, you know then then they'll spend some time in the weight room, and then we do some some cardiovascular workouts, and yeah, it's stuff that you can easily get done in an hour. And arm strength does have a lot to do with lower leg strength and and core as as well. Oh, for sure, you got to you got to get the core ready. You got to get your legs ready to go because as the legs get tired, you know the arm starts lagging behind, and that's when arm troubles start to happen. So, anything that you saw um, this this week in practice? I mean, there's really not much to see. But or did you like you're watching somebody maybe from a lower class person or something like that? Somebody from a you know junior last year or something like that, and all of a sudden throws up today. You know, shows up this week and throws a 90 mile an hour fastball or anything like that. Well, we've got some kids that that I knew were good pitchers that that we'll count on this year that looked good on the mound a couple of days ago, and then I saw a few surprises that I hadn't seen, and I, I thought, boy, this kid throws a little harder than I thought. You know, so they got a chance. Each pitcher got a chance to throw off the mounds uh, either Thursday or Friday this week, and yeah, I, I like what I saw. We've got some guys that that are returning on the mound. Joey Malika, who's our, our Division One uh, signee. Uh, He's probably, uh, you know, throws the hardest of all the guys, and, and uh, I haven't seen him throw yet, but we can certainly count on him being do they mound. Do you have a ga- you gauge him? Do you put a gun on him, radar on him, or no? You no, know, we, we don't. We, we sometimes do later in the season, but, um, yeah, we don't, we don't rate our guys right away anyway because we don't want guys to, you know, compete about, you know, I, I threw harder than you did to practice today, and <laughs> my arms hang, on. you know, my arms... Young uh, men with testosterone <laughs> would never do that. Let's be. <laughs> yeah, don't want to get into to a, a competition over who throws the hardest right off the bat. Is there? A, well, you, you're not going to know hitting. I was going to say, is there any of your big hitters coming back? Uh, yeah, we've got some hitters coming back. Um, you know, we got some guys that hit for for high average. Tate Jernell was, was a, an outfielder for us last year. He's also one of our captains this year. Uh, he batted 400 for most of the season, and then. Um, you know, we got some guys that hit for power, but yeah, I haven't seen anything in the cage yet, so that'll that'll start Monday. 
Yeah. Um, last year, again, like you said, a 13 and 8 wasn't a bad record. You played a lot of, you know, you got Owatonna in there, Mankato. So you, a lot of the big nine schools. Mm-hmm. Looks like you took on Faribo there, uh, New Ulm and Winona, different stuff like that. So do you do anything differently with your schedule? So I know that with Paige Haley and the hockey team, she likes to, when she doesn't have to take on the big nine or like, mm-hmm. Depending on the weekend she has available, she always tries to find a level that's like up here, so that she can get her girls prepared for that type of uh, sure. you know pace. Um, is that something that you have control of with, with, when you start your season? Absolutely. Uh, we, well, if it's a section opponent, we try to get you know section opponents lined up. Uh, so last year, you know, Farmington was in our section, and we wanted to play them and. And, um, you know, we also try to play, you know, teams that will give us a challenge and then we know has good pitching. Uh, you know, oftentimes we'll, we'll schedule a, a Rosemount or we'll schedule a, a New Prague. I think we got New Prague on the schedule this year. Um, so, yeah, we, we want to give our kids a challenge and, and want to see some good competitions. So. Well, it looks like uh, last year in June it was Lakeville South, which is typical, right? But you said you're in the 3A this year, Correct. not the 4A. Correct. So you, uh, is Lakeville South still in the 4A that you know yeah. of? Thankfully, yes. Thank- <laughs> and Farmington. <laughs> but Farmington now, are they in 3A? Or are they- no, they're still in 4A. Okay, so they're in yeah, 4A. They're so, so, I mean, <clears throat> take it for what it's worth, right? I mean, you get... You get slated in whatever conference you get slated, and that is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. You just have to you have to just get out there and play the game. Yeah, exactly. And every team, whether it's one A, two A, three A, four A, whatever, has a good pitcher. And you, that's what we ran into last year with Lakeville South. You know, a D one pitcher that, and here's Lakeville South with maybe a 500 record, and um, but boy, they had some good kids, man. Is there? I mean, you're not going to go against these pitchers every day. Right, so when you get into a situation where all of a sudden this kid rolls up in front of you, you're like, I mean, you you, you may have what? Well, I mean, look at your schedule. I mean, last look at your look at the schedule this year. Uh, Tuesday, April fifth, Thursday, the seventh, Saturday, the ninth. Set you got a double header in the first week. Oh yeah, are you kidding me with this? <laughs> Arm strength. You better should have started six yeah, weeks yeah, ago. You're right. You're right. Well, we got a lot of pitchers, so if we have to throw <laughs> a pitcher every inning, we'll we can probably do it. You know. Speaking of which, uh, is high school developed to that degree where you are watching pitch counts and stuff like that? Oh, and, for sure. For sure. So are, is there a max yeah. that you like to see with yep. a pitcher, yep. regardless? Well, well, there is a max uh, for the season. The pitcher can only throw, you know, right around 100 pitchers, uh, hundred pitches. And, you know, and then if he throws that many, he's got to have so many days rest. So we have to abide by that, uh, by those guidelines. Um but yeah, we're we're extremely conscious of pitch counts, and, and especially here in Minnesota, where you know you might be pitching in 35 degree weather, and and uh, you know unless the kid's feeling absolutely fantastic and is maybe thrown more in the off season, you know we're probably gonna take him out after you know three four innings. And yeah, there's something to be said about uh, <clears throat> pitching in your snowmobile suit. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, there there were there were days that we had to do that, and uh, we were in full. Yeah, we had our uniforms on, but underneath we had jackets and long underwear and everything like that. And you were limited, and but you know what? It was baseball. It was still fun, right? right? right Springtime, right? Springtime, getting out and enjoying it. So, yeah. uh, Coach, uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Really appreciate you stopping in. Anything in particular that you want to share with the with the with with the listeners at all with regards to the baseball team or maybe i mean i, th- I think anyone who wants to participate has already signed up is yeah, that right yeah yeah they've they're already signed up and we've had like i said we've had a good week of of getting guys ready um it'll be an interesting season we we only return four guys that would have extensive playing time uh, i mentioned tate Jernell outfield uh nolan stepka's the third baseman uh, will pitch a little bit uh, Joey Malika uh, is our D1 guy. He's a catcher, and he'll pitch, obviously. Colden Rattai saw some action last year in the infield. And then uh, and then we got a lot of other pitchers that are seniors and some juniors. Cade Rauch uh, will help us on the mound. Adam Weiss, Joey Oje, uh, Chris Simon-Garcia, Jordy Vasquez, all guys that I think will see some action on the mound. And, and all those guys I mentioned are seniors. And then some juniors on the mound as well. And, and behind the plate, Tyler Hughes and Nolan Thompson and Gabe Sawyer. So... Those are some of the, the, the names that you might hear 
this year and the names that we'll count on and then uh, you know uh, some more juniors and we'll see what goes from what happens from there well uh, you know it is what it is you can't predict the weather either right you just get them on the mound and then you hope that you get them conditioned right and exactly. hope they uh, gel together as a team right I mean that's part of a two team chemistry is oh, huge absolutely and I've got a couple of assistant coaches that that's their thing they have some great uh, team building and together uh, playing together uh, activities and, and where you're getting guys kind of counting on each other in different situations. So you're kind of like that Herb Brooks mentality? You're the guy sitting over here and let them take care of cleaning up all the other stuff? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. We know who knows. How many years have you been coaching baseball now? Uh, coaching baseball in Northfield for 26 years maybe. Okay. Uh, head coach, this is my seventh year as a head coach. Okay. Still liking it? Absolutely. Yeah, it's Still great, loving it? It's great, yeah. Uh, Great position to have, and Northfield's a great community, and lots of good, lots of people that care about good baseball in this town. So awesome! Well, hey, coach, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you stopping in Thank here this you. morning. Appreciate uh, it. Enjoy the, the whatever the day that's left of it. Tomorrow's going to be beautiful, so enjoy that. I don't. Are you going to? Are you practicing today or no? No, you no, can't. You still no, can't. No, we are. I think we're hanging up nets in the batting cage tomorrow. Hey, there's something to do at 60 degree weather. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, but it's outside. So this yeah. is be awesome. Yeah, so um, I was going to say. Uh, so so Monday you can uh, literally can get in and, and get yep. going. And yep. you, this is full. You can just get after it. Absolutely. Start taking infield, outfield, yep. all that fun stuff, yep. and get the fungo bats out going, and get them going, and yep. and just let her go. So you can hit. Alrighty, Coach OJ is our coach this morning and the head coach here on the Raider Wrap. Thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully we'll get uh, Mr. Coleman on the phone and get him going here in just a second. Lots of stuff still to come here this morning. We've got a great interview with the senior captains from the girls' hockey team. That's all coming up and more. You're listening to the Raider Wrap right here on KYMN. Hi. I'm Marty Benson, the Commercial and Ag Banking Manager at Community Resource Bank. We offer unprecedented experience with the ability to make decisions locally for your business, ag purchase, or expansion. Come talk with us. Interest rates are still low, and we can offer some fantastic products. The coffee pot is always on, or visit us at crb.bank. Community Resource Bank in Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville. Let's bank together. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Heritage Dental Care in Northfield is a general dental clinic specializing in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of Heritage Dental Care. We take the time with our patients to explain your treatment and inform you of additional preventative care options. New patients and emergencies are welcome five days a week, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make an appointment for your next dentist appointment from any of our dentists, Dr. David Brass, Dr. David Bach, Dr. Amy. Finn or Dr. Michael Thompson. Learn more about us at heritagedentalcare.net. Johnson Ryland Builders and Remodelers. We have two new subdivisions in Northfield. One is called Hills of Spring Creek. It's actually the last final phase, and it's right at the end of Jefferson Parkway up by the water tower. Twelve big single-family lots, all walkouts. And then we have another neighborhood that is just getting ready to get going here in Dundas. It's called Tower Heights. Take the roundabout up Highway 1 and head south, and we have a bunch of single-family lots in there, too. Get our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders and Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your Northfield Ford Chrysler is the home of the best price guarantee. There is no question. We have the best price in the area for new Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. If not, we'll make it so. Bring in your deal in writing from another dealership, and if we can't match it or beat it, we'll write you a check for $500. Get started shopping. Stop in to Northfield Ford Chrysler, take a test drive, and we'll get you the best price on a new vehicle, guaranteed. Go Raiders! From everybody here at Northfield Ford Chrysler on Highway 3 in Northfield. Start your spring cleaning early with 11% off everything at Menards. Declutter and organize your home with a new Dakota closet system. They come in a wide variety of sizes and styles to match your specific needs. From easy to install units to fully customizable systems, Dakota's got it all. Save with 11% off all Dakota storage solutions. Good through March 19th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Good morning. Welcome back to a Raider Wrap. It's uh, approaching 20 minutes in front of 11 o'clock. We've still got a lot more to go in the program, but we were able to sneak one in here. Uh, we're going to bring in the uh, Justin Coleman. And if you're not familiar with who uh, that is, they are the new head coach of the girls Raiders softball team. Uh, Justin, uh, kind enough to, to give, take a call this morning. Good morning, coach. How you doing? 
I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Hey, we love having somebody that's uh, that's uh, going to be participating in the Northfield Raiders overall. Have uh, in the winter in the winter season has had a really really wonderful successful season. You heard us talk about the Olympic uh, weightlifting champions there, and uh, you know the girls went to state. Nordic went to state. Dive and uh, dive went to state. No pressure, coach. But what are what are you predicting for the softball team this year? Well, hey, we're we're looking to be real competitive. Um, being new kind of to the area and to the conference and to the section, um, I don't know a ton about the other teams, but our ultimate goal is, you know, we want to win the Big Nine Conference, uh, we want to win the section, and we want to strive for a state championship again. So, um, you know, those are, that's our ultimate goal, and, and we'll see how we progress through the season. So hopefully we can attain those goals by the end. So you are now head coach of the team, and uh, you've been around the program, I'm guessing, for a while? So I have not been around. Um, I am new to Northfield as of this year. So um, this is all new to me. Um, I've been a couple other places before, but um, yeah, this is my ninth year of teaching. I'm a middle school teacher, um, obviously here in Northfield, and I teach STEM. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm new to the area. Where did you come from? So. Um, I guess originally after graduation, I'm a cobber uh, from Moorhead. So um, I coached and taught in Barnesville, Minnesota. I was the head girls um, softball coach there for a couple of years as well as wrestling. Um, and then from there, my wife and I moved down here um, towards the city's area. And I um, taught and coached as well in Mound West Tonka. Um, I was a football coach. I was um, a co-head wrestling coach out there. And now uh, making the transition over here to Northfield and um, taking over this program um, with a whole new coaching staff. So, so looking forward to it. Did you recruit some of the, the other coaches and stuff like that? Or was that just something that you just kind of you, did you bring people in or did you just kind of look around and see what, what was available to you? Yeah, I was asking around. I was recruiting um, when I took the job. Um, even as of about a month and a half ago, I had it was just myself. Um, on staff. So I did some hard work in trying to find some others. And um, I have I have a full staff now and they're all brand new, um, obviously to the Raider um, high school coaching team um, or softball team. So it's myself as head coach. Jason Mosley is my assistant. Um, Kyle Fearing is new to the community as well. Um, he teaches at the middle school. Um, he'll be the uh, JV coach. We have Samantha Becker, um, as our ninth grade coach, and we have um, two other ninth grade coaches uh, that will split a little bit of time, Allie Lyman and Mary Franz. So we've got a full coaching staff. We're excited. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're all together now, and we're, uh, we're trying to learn each other as well as learning the team. So um, we've got a lot of, you know, mini obstacles coming up. But um, it's, it's been fun so far. We're a week into practice, so it's been good. So we were just talking to Mark Ogier, baseball coach. Is it similar for the girls' softball team as well? You you get the you get a week of like uh, arm strength strengthening, and then you start practicing, or is it a little bit different with the softball team? It's different. We're full go on day one. So uh, Monday was our first day, and and there were no limitations on us. Nice. And uh, so when you look at the team, so this is your first year, so you didn't really get a chance to see them last year and like that or just see. So from you, it's a whole brand-new perspective. Um, they come onto the field. Yeah, you maybe know that you had a roster from last year and different stuff like that, but um, this is a fresh set of eyes rolling in here. And um, when you look at uh, the people that were you know coming onto the field and stuff like that, I mean, how do you feel about that? Where do you, where do you think your strengths lie? Where do you think you could use a few improvements? Yeah, so, you know, it, it, it's been kind of tough. We've been in the Dome this week and um, a little bit shorthanded on, on coaches this week with some other um, responsibilities they had. But, you know, um, our, our strengths are, I mean, we're, we're, we're tough top to bottom. Um, we have a program that is 7 through 12. Um, even our young ones that are still developing, um, they're coming in with some, some great experience. Some of these girls play Dome ball. Um, they play summer ball. Um, so they're very involved um, throughout the whole se- throughout the whole year, um, getting ready for this high school season. And um, I guess my first impression coming in this week from the girls is they work extremely hard. They know what they're doing, um, and, and they have and they have a lot of skills. So I'm looking forward to you know getting outside and finally putting seeing them put those skills um, out on 
out on the softball diamond. But when you're in a dome and, and next week we're in, we're in the high school gym, it gets pretty tough. We've got um, 55, about 55 girls, 7 through 12 out. So uh, we've got quite the crew. Well, uh, again, I appreciate you joining us this morning, and uh, we're just a little short on time here. We were able to get several coaches in here this morning, and it is spring, and it's an exciting time indeed. Uh, I'd like to absolutely get you back on the program, Justin, and 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 just uh, you know, let's just let's get a couple games under our belt and just kind of see where we're at. And let's get you back on the program. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, where you're at today versus you know two weeks from now. It could be a completely different uh, change of mindset, I suppose, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's uh, yeah, it's an exciting time for us. We're ready. We played uh, April fifth, so um, we've got a lot of work to do up until then. Is that a home game by chance? Um, it is away. Okay. And our first home game is a doubleheader on Saturday, April 9th, Um, and that is going to be our strikeout cancer uh, day. So I encourage all of you to come out if you can. It's at eleven a.m. And I'll have you know that we will have your captains on the program, I believe, that same weekend, uh, whether A.J. does a meet the Raider on that one or not. But we are talking about the cancer program that you are going to be doing, and that will be on that program April 2nd as well. This is actually April 2nd. We'll have the team on. We'll have them on to talk more about that. So tune in on April 2nd. We can find out all the details of all that. We'll have the team captains in here in studio talking more about the April 9th uh, festivities and fundraising events, and it's another great uh, way to uh, support the community, give back to the community, and be a part of the community. So uh, is that something that they do on an annual basis there, Justin, or or is this something that you've incorporated? Yeah, no, this is something they've been doing here for quite a while. Um, I think my understanding is maybe last year didn't quite work out with some um, COVID things going on, but um, yeah, something that's pretty common here in Northfield. Awesome. Well, listen, thanks for joining us on the program this morning. I hope I was easy enough on you. Next time I'll be a little tougher. Yeah, that sounds great. I appreciate you. (laughs) Justin (laughs) Coleman, new head coach of the Northfield Raiders girls softball team. We look forward to that state title. No pressure, mind you, but but thanks for joining us. Bye. That is your head coach for the Northfield Raiders girls softball team, Justin Coleman. And yes, an exciting time. Indeed, it is springtime and we get a lot of excitement on the way. I still have uh, coming up here. We have got an interview coming up here in just a couple of minutes uh, with... uh, Hopefully with uh, Cambria Munson and Maggie Malika. That's going to be A.J. Reister. He's going to be meeting the Raider. And it's a great, great, it's a a season ending, a um, season ending, a high school career ending uh, interview. I think you'll like it. I think you're going to enjoy it. And I encourage you to come on back. But if you miss it this morning, uh, you can catch it right here on KYMNRadio.net. Just go to KYMNRadio.net, click Programs, look for the Raider Wrap, select Today's Date, and you'll be able to hear back to all the programming from this morning's program. But stick around. We've got that. Beat the Raider coming up right here on KYMN. Real estate can be difficult to navigate. Thankfully, Professional Pride Realty's website is packed with information to make buying or selling a home in the Northfield area as simple as possible. ProfessionalPrideRealty.com has the most current listing information, including price reductions and real-time market statistics. Customize the map-based search to streamline your desired location. You can even save your searches and specific homes for later viewing. Home sellers can learn about their property's value before putting their houses on the market. When you're ready to start your home buying or selling journey, Professional Pride Realty would be happy to assist you. This is Barb from Professional Dental Group of Northfield, letting you know that the doctors and staff of Professional Dental Group are proud to call themselves Northfield Raiders sports fans. Whether scheduling for an implant, mouth guard, or general visit, we look forward to providing you the same exceptional care that Professional Dental Group has delivered the Northfield area for over 45 years. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. John Nowak, Dr. Brian Craby, Dr. Tyler Yonke, and Dr. Bo Hoyam, and their staff, go Raiders. Many of us would love an extra flexible way to earn money. Benjamin and bus in Northfield Lines have many driving positions available, including vans that won't require a CDL, small and regular sized school buses, and motor coaches. These positions offer flexible hours, days off when kids are out of school. You can even bring your kids to work with you. Benjamin Bus and Northfield Lines offer on-site training and testing along with wages up to $21 an hour. No experience necessary. Stop by Benjamin Bus on Highway 3 in Northfield and we'll be happy to answer any questions. 
Are you in the market for a new home or considering remodeling your current home? Schmidt Homes and Schmidt Homes Remodeling should be your first and last call. Schmidt Homes, known for their innovative designs, uncompromising quality and craftsmanship, superior service while maintaining their reputation of fairness, honesty, and integrity for over 30 years. They're the only builder in the area to offer an in-house designer and a showroom to make your selections. They have over 30 new building lots available in Northfield. Check out their website at schmidthomes.com for more information. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, good morning. Welcome to a Raider Wrap here on a Saturday morning, March the 19th. Plenty of sunshine today, hopefully, anyhow. Looks like we're going to see, for the most part, some uh, temperatures rising up to around 53 with that sunny sky, so the clouds are slowly starting to drift on out of here. Patchy fog tonight. Mostly clear, 30. Tomorrow, areas of fog in the morning, otherwise sunshine and 60. Tomorrow night, a slight chance of some rain. Mostly cloudy and a low of 45. Welcome back to the Raider app. I'm AJ Reese, the Raider class of 2022. And today, I'm joined by uh, senior girls hockey captains Maggie Mollica and Cambry Monson. Girls, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. You doing good over there, Cam? Yes. <laughs> That's good. It's been uh, it's been a couple weeks since uh, the season ended. And how you guys been feeling? Yeah, I think the the feelings hit the most right after it was done, and now it's kind of just it's a weird feeling of having more free time and like knowing it's really over. We have our banquet this Sunday, and I think that's when it'll like hit the most for sure. Yeah, it's been a weird couple of two weeks not seeing everyone that you used to see every single day for two hours. Um, it's definitely been hard uh, transformation, like, um, between having everything every day with each other to not seeing your teammates and coaches every single day. That is that's really tough, and... Correct me if I'm wrong, but does Haley typically have, what I want to say, interviews with each of the players after the season is over? Yes. Yeah. We had our one-on-one -on -one interviews personally, and then parents were invited for Monday and Tuesday for and, each of the players. Yeah, and basically what happens in those is it's your exit meeting, kind of the plans for over the summer, what to improve on, how it's going to be done, and just like the goals for the coaches that they have for each player and how um, they will improve over the summer. And it's also like an evaluation of how the player did this year mm -hmm. and like what her thoughts are. And it's also an opportunity for them to talk about like how they feel it went for them mm -hmm. and also like their thoughts on the coaches. Yeah, and the coaches said that most of the girls always leave the meetings, like, ready to go. They're pumped up, excited to get working over the summer. And you two are obviously both seniors. How did that interview go for you guys? Because well, it's probably a little bit different than <laughs> typical years. Yeah, there wasn't much to talk about. I kind of jokingly said, hey, like, if I work really hard this summer, do you think I have a spot next year? And Paige didn't <laughs> like that very much. Oh. Yeah, so. it's more of they asked us the question of our entire high school hockey experience as a whole and our input on the coaching staff and just the evaluation of how we felt as a player and now as an alumni of RGH. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so that, I'm sure that means quite a bit different than it has been in previous years. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool that they do that. But now it's kind of, you know, go back to the season overall. I got to ask, how fun was it to play up at the XL Energy Center? It was the best. Um, just being in the locker room before the game, doing our off-ice warm-up where you would think the Wild players do it is mm -hmm. so, in, like, it's so fun. And then just, like, all the dynamics of it with the referees came into our locker room telling us the, like, play-by-play -play before the game, which made us feel very excited and, like, very formal because uh, you didn't do that before, and then it's like stepping out on the ice and having your name called was unreal. Yeah, and also like our student section and our support we got from our community just made it 
even better just stepping out and hearing like the roar of Northfield like almost the entire community was there and it was just incredible I had a smile on my face the entire warm-ups yeah it just shows how important the community is to us because when you looked over at our side it was entirely full and Edina's was about half full and so to us I in the little huddle before we do our cheer I said, look over there and look at everyone supporting us. Like, that's why we're here, and that's why we're playing. Yep. Yeah, I got goosebumps just sitting all the way up in the rafters <laughs> where I was sitting. So that was, I'm sure it was way different down on the ice, but that was, For sure. that was a crazy experience. So you two were the only two seniors on the team this season. How amazing was it to be able to go to state with such a young team? Yeah, it was great. It's really fun to see that if they can do it again next year because I mean the team underneath of us has been so great and they've improved so much and they work so hard and it's really awesome to see that as a leader that people are buying into what you're saying and it's so fun to be a part of that as like the leader and saying like keep working and keep going and hopefully that they can make it back next year yeah like along with being the smallest double a school in the entire state we're also probably one of the youngest teams that were competing in the state tournament and like edina had what seven seniors and half their jv was had a bunch of seniors too yeah and burnsville had i think it was like 10 seniors yeah so like that it makes a really big difference having that experience but i have so much faith in our younger girls and like the stuff they do over the summer and the work they put in and the effort they have and how dedicated they are it really like creates a wonderful team dynamic of like working hard and competing at practices and then also being best friends in the locker room because you all have the same goals and I really hope they can use the momentum we all created as a team this year to go to state to keep doing that in the future that's pretty impressive like you said I mean youngest team probably in the state tournament and the fact that you guys went up there and did what you did that was that was that's pretty incredible and pretty exciting for the next couple of years even if none of us are going to be around yes. necessarily um but kind of looking back overall on the season as seniors what was kind of your biggest takeaway from your final season i think it just shows every team faces some type of adversity throughout a season and the way you come out of that is the most meaningful thing and you know we had a pretty big loss to a big nine team nearing the end of our season and that kind of hit home but I think how our team responded to that and you know bought off that energy we just used that to go make it to state and we weren't gonna lose and just had that mentality throughout practices and games like we can't lose and then ultimately that led us to winning the section final which was the best feeling in the world that, that section final game was incredible yes it was. <laughs> uh, i guess that leads me to my next question what was your favorite memory from this season was it that section final or is there something else that really went home for you yeah i think it was kind of the last couple of weeks like the whole season as a like as a whole was wonderful but winning Beating Owatonna, I think, started it, and having an amazing like crowd that supported us through that game, which helped us win. Beating them, they're kind of our rivals oh, this yeah. past couple years, <laughs> and then beating Lakeville was an unreal feeling, and then bringing the trophy over to the crowd afterwards, <laughs> and then just stepping on the ice for state and just... Those are my favorite memories. Yeah, my favorite memory is definitely the section final. And when they called the captains over to, to carry the trophy and bring it to the student section and being able to see through the glass, looking at all of my best friends off the ice, holding out that trophy was amazing. And then spending the time with the team up at state, whether it was we were on the ice having the most fun or it was watching the other teams playing was just like the best times yeah when you, that section game going back to that when you 
took the trophy and ran it over to the glass. I, I said on the air, like, oh, my gosh, Maggie, don't break the trophy <laughs> that you just won. Yeah, you were I was pretty a excited. excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that, just seeing that excitement was, I mean, just made everything feel so much better. So, I mean, all those memories for you guys, that's, that's some awesome stuff. And Maggie, I got to bring it up. You won the Herb Brooks Award and Senior Goal of the Year. What did those two awards mean for you? It's just such an honor to receive those. Um, having my name to forever be affiliated with Herb Brooks I, is an unbelievable feeling, and I'm so grateful for it. But it truly means so much about my teammates and the community because I couldn't have received that without them. And then the senior goalie just shows that my team in front of me has allowed me to be the best goalie that I can be and win these awards, and I'm just so grateful for them. Cameron, you were there at the Wild Game when she got to say, let's play hockey. So how fun was that for you to see her up there and on the big screen? Oh, my God. As a friend growing up with Maggie ever since U-12s and getting to play in front of her the entire time and seeing how she's made it through so much adversity and just come out on top every single time and I am so unbelievably proud of you I'm like <laughs> it just made me so happy to see you up there you deserve it more than anyone up there yeah it was funny because Cambria right after that sent me the video of me and I just my heart was so 